Did you see the Cinderella Man movie? It was made by Ron Howard in 2005 about a boxer in the 1930s. Braddock is the underdog, going into the ring against the world champion, Max Bayer, and he beats him. What allows him to beat Max Bayer? Well, the movie lets you in on a secret. Braddock was weak because he wasn't sure he had the love of his wife. And you know he's going to lose unless that changes. And then there's this wonderful scene just before the fight when his wife shows up in the locker room and tells him, you just remember who you are. You're the pride of New Jersey. You're everybody's hope. You're your kid's hero. And you're the champion of my heart. It's like she's infusing him with strength and he goes into the ring invincible. Being loved changes you. And there's no love like Christ's love, the only love that can truly save us. Welcome to Haven Today, here on Tuesday. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, and we're in a series called This Is Love. a song looking at the greatest definition of what love is in all the world, in the work of Jesus Christ. And its title is the same title of our series this week, This is Love. And it was co-written and sung by a young family band called the Irwins. Today we're going to be talking about the amazing love that God has for his people. And this love changes us, doesn't it? It frees us to love him back and to love others as well. In a moment, we're going to look at how wide and high and deep his love is for his people, his church, his followers. Recently, I asked Katie Irwin, she's the youngest in the family and the only girl, and I asked her about her love for Jesus and who he was to her. Jesus is simply my everything, my past, my future, my present, everything I want to be in my life is Jesus. And I want the world to see that in everything I do, everything I sing, everything I say, he has saved me. I got saved when I was 13 years old. And as all my brothers have said, this is all we've ever known, but it's all that I want to know. He is everything that I want to seek after in my future, no matter what that may bring. And I challenge everyone listening to make sure that you are following the call on your life, because Jesus has given us all a purpose. If you are listening to this, know that you have a purpose in your life. No matter what it may be, follow the will of God, and he will give you the desires of your heart. If you do that, Jesus is my everything, and I love him, and I want to make that very clear. Katie Irwin from the music group The Irwins. I just heard that she recently got engaged, and I'm so happy for Katie. And I'm sure her brothers, Keith, Cody, and Chris, yes, all with K's starting their names, will be happy to have a new brother as well. You just heard a clip from the Irwins' new album by the same name, This Is Love. Their music is uplifting, 
It's gospel-centered, and we just heard from Terry in Ohio, who was so thankful that we shared this new group with her. She made a gift to the ministry, and she's looking forward to getting her copy of the CD soon. I'd like to send it to you as well for your gift to our 100% listener-supported ministry. Our number to call after the program is 800 654 2836-800-65-HAVEN. Or visit our website after the program. Watch the video we shot with the Irwins in Texas, and you're going to love their a cappella singing. And then make your gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And now let's get started with another song sung for us by the Irwins. Come my way, dealing with struggles every day. Trying to find the answers to questions that I face.
that's the Irwins. I think they're all under 30. They've got a great sound somewhere between contemporary music and Southern gospel. And that was all of my help here on this Haven Today and a program called This is Love. I'm Charles Morris. Being loved changes you. It, in a sense, makes you invincible. Paul knew that when he wrote the letter to the church in Ephesus. He wanted the love that Christ had for them to get through to them. He wanted them to know that love, to get a grip on it, because he knew by experience how completely transforming it is to be loved by Jesus. He told them, I fall on my knees before the Father in heaven, and I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now that is a quotation from Ephesians 3, 17 to 19. Paul didn't want them to do anything. He just wanted them to know something. He wanted them to know the love of Christ for them. But it takes power to know it. It's not just a matter of getting the information right. It takes spiritual power, power that comes from the Holy Spirit. And that's why Paul was praying. But Paul prayed with confidence. He went to the Father, and he asked for something that he knew the Father would give. So let's do the very same thing. Father, we pray right now for each of us that are together on this radio program that you will grant us power to know the love of Christ. Being loved changes you. Being loved by Jesus remakes you entirely. It transforms you completely. Just look at the efforts of not being loved. Unloved people are greedy. They always have the wants because they're always looking to fulfill something unfulfilled in themselves. They feel perpetually deprived. But when you know you possess the love of Jesus, you know you're rich and you even feel rich, the right kind of rich. Unloved people are victims of their circumstances. Their circumstances dictate whether they feel blessed or unblessed. But the love of Christ is a constant benediction. It sets you free to live above your circumstances, to ride them out, the good and the bad, without having your sense of being blessed taken away. Unloved people are fearful. They're like orphans who don't know if anyone is going to take care of them or not. Knowing the love of Christ gives you a great security that makes you fearless, even invincible. And unloved people are unloving. They're self-absorbed because they're always having to give themselves the love they lack. But when you know the love of Jesus, you can forget about yourself. You can turn your attention to loving others. Here's one more. Unloved people are driven because they have unresolved issues. 
At some level, they're always trying to earn love. But when you know the love of Christ, you suddenly find your soul at ease. You have nothing to prove, and life becomes a kind of honeymoon. Seeing the love of Christ for us is so powerful that it'll change us completely. So let's take a good look, a long look at it. Paul describes Christ's love in spatial terms. He says it has a width, a depth, a height to it. When you see its dimensions, you realize that it's infinite. It's even beyond knowing, as Paul says. It isn't a fixed thing with set limits. It's greater than huge. It has no limits. What Paul's describing when he talks about width and depth and height is the infinite capacity of the heart of Jesus. Human love is fickle. It's finite. Even a parent's love has its limits. When we get worn out, worn down, we reach the end of our rope. We don't always care as much as we should. We have our own needs, and we forget, and we only have so much to give. But Jesus is the Son of God. His love is not limited like human love. It's unlimited love, because he is unlimited. His heart for us is too big for us to comprehend, but that just means we can relax in the vastness of it all. He's never tired never runs out of juice. He never stops thinking about us. His concern, his interest, his compassion, his thoughts for us are so numerous that they outnumber the grains of sand, as the psalm says. He never forgets. He never leaves us out of his plans. His love never cools. All his thoughts are for each of us all the time, and they are thoughts that come from a fully engaged and even passionate love. So let's explore the love of Jesus. Three questions about it that will help us realize the infinite scope of its dimensions. How wide is it? How high is it? How deep is it? So how wide is the love of Jesus? Well, Width has a length and a breadth. The breadth of the love of Jesus encompasses every possible type of person, every culture, educational level, age group. Jesus' heart has an infinite capacity to reach to the ends of the earth. But what about you and me personally? His love has a length to it, an eternal length for each one of us. No matter how far back your mind can reach, his love was there. Before you knew he loved you, before you were even born, the scriptures say, he knew you and loved you and chose you for himself even before the creation of the world. That's looking back. But let's look forward. Can you see the end of his love? When we marry someone, we say, until death do us part. We know our limits. But Jesus' love has no limits because he's risen from the dead and he'll raise each of us from the dead. He has made sure that he will have us with him forever. Second, how high is the love of Christ? Jesus ascended as high as you can go. 
He ascended into heaven. He was seated then at the right hand of God on a throne of glory. But in his love, he made sure that we would be there with him. Before he went to the cross, remember he prayed to his father, I want them to be with me where I am. And that's exactly where we are right now. In this letter, Paul said in Ephesians 2, 6, God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms. We're already there. But we also have this glorious future ahead of us when the unseen becomes the seen, when we'll be taken out of the world and brought into that highest of all places where we will share his glory with him. But the point is, that this place has been given to us because of his love for us. And then finally, third, how deep is the love of Jesus? And that's where we really know we've reached the brink of our understanding. The depth of the love of Christ for us is something we can barely begin to comprehend because depth takes us to the cross. How deep is the love of Jesus? It's as deep as my sin. How deep is my sin? Well, too deep for me to know. But we can get a clue by looking at how Jesus reacted when he saw what he was going to have to do. Luke 22, 44. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. Jesus was sweating blood, because he was going to descend to the bottom of my sin, your sin. Jesus explored a depth of suffering that no one else has ever approached. He went into more imaginable pain than we can comprehend because his capacity for suffering was limitless. Our brains shut down. We can go numb. We can only take so much And then we pass out, maybe even pass on. But Jesus went all the way with it to the very depths of it in order to meet us where we are and bring us out. That's the depth of his love, a depth that walked into a passion of pain that we cannot really grasp. But what we can know is that wherever we are, he's already been there. We can't be so lost in depravity and confusion that his love won't find us. We can't be so covered in filth. Yes, I'll use the word filth, that he'll refuse to touch us. And we can't have a debt of sin too massive for him to pay. He's already paid it all and taken it away from us so that it's not part of us anymore. One final thing about the love of Christ Paul prays that we will grasp the love of Jesus together, together with all the saints. We live in a family of loved brothers and sisters, and the love of Christ comes through to us most fully when we are together. And that's when we can really begin to grasp it through the power of God's Holy Spirit. Prayed a thousand prayers, but still the answer hasn't come. 
And a thousand hopes left broken I've left you all but none I can't begin to tell you Why he's asking you to wait But here in the silence Keep holding on to faith Cause the God I know Can still move mountains The God I know Still calms a raging sea He holds you safely in His arms And He won't let go That's the God I Another powerful song filled with gospel truth from the Irwins, brand new album, and a song called The God I Know. This is Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris, and I can't tell you how refreshing it is to hear these young people, a family of four siblings in their 20s, singing loudly about their love for Jesus Christ. And I know you'll be blessed to listen to their new album that's filled with hope and uplifting music. Every time you listen to their sweet harmonies and biblical lyrics, you'll be greatly encouraged in your walk with the Lord. Just call us right now 
Make a gift to support the ministry and ask for a copy of the This Is Love CD. Our number is 800-654-2836. 800-65-HAVEN. Or go to our website right now. Check out the video I shot with the Irwins where they sing a cappella and then make your gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And don't forget, if you were listening to our special 9-11 series last week, we still have copies of the 20th anniversary of the book Let's Roll by Lisa Beamer about her husband's faith and life and death on United Flight 93. Ask about it when you call or read more about it online. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you so much for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow? And again, we'll share together the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. your encouragement and your walk with Jesus. I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. What is it good for? A question made famous by Edwin Starr's song. He was talking about war. But for anyone who's gone to school, that question is different. Why am I studying this? What is it good for? And if we're not careful, we might find ourselves asking the same questions about the Bible. It is an ancient book, What could these old believers possibly have to say to us in our modern day? Not so fast. The Apostle Paul says in 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is God-breathed and it's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. What is it good for? Everything. It brings us back to the Lord and connects us to our Savior. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.